What's going on, Spooky fans? This is your chillin' host, Ruben. I want my body back. Hi, I'm Quinn. Welcome to another episode of Spooky Husband Mystery Hour. This week, um, we have a special story, I guess. It's a it's a newer age movie. This was your pick this week, right? Yes, this was actually from last year, November of 2020. When we were all stuck inside and... Couldn't go to the movies. Couldn't go to the movies, so we had to wait for this one. I was actually really excited about this movie. I was. You were. <laughs> I, I want to put emphasis on... Okay, we, we, we are using past tense speech right now because we actually just saw the movie. So we we were excited for this movie because we already saw it. We'll, we'll go, I guess, over the rest of it later on, right? Yeah. Um, so before we dive in deep to our uh, slasher movie pick horror thing of this week, uh, do you have any news or anything that you want to kind of go over? No, I mean I can't really think of anything I don't else think so. either. Let's see. I'm trying to think here. Um, don't worry, spooky fans. We actually are still working on getting you that story of our uh, spooky lives. <laughs> oh my we god! Haven't, yes, we haven't forgotten about that one yet. We are just kind of trying to write it down and make sure that we get the details because some of the stories on there that's kind of happened to us, you, we gotta kind of have maybe like visual aids sometimes. So we're, we're kind of working on that. But don't don't fret. We will tell you all of our spooky. Uh, the spooky stuff that's actually happened to us in real life. Ooh. Um, ooh, what's ooh? Uh, we could get visual aids. I mean, I was going to like draw out pictures and stuff and put them on the Facebook group or whatever. Oh, I was going to get pictures from people that live in that apartment complex. <laughs> I don't know if they would consent to that, but okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We know somebody who lives there. I mean, I know that, but I don't know. We'll, we'll, like I said, we'll, we'll get back with you on that, spooky fans. Um, so this week... Our movie kind of starts off with this shy girl that... We haven't uh, told him the name of the movie. Well, yeah, I thought we were going to try it that other way. Oh, yeah, yeah, let's try it that way. <laughs> well, you already ruined that. <laughs> uh, well, no worries. Actually, since it is your movie, go for it. How? how what do you, what would so, you like to tell us? This, do you want to tell us the movie or do you want to... Whatever you want to do. This is a story about a shy girl mm-hmm. who does the whole... She took off her glasses and now she's hot thing. But there's also a twist because it's not her. She has switched bodies with somebody. (gasps) It's very freaky. Oh, man. Can you guess what what movie we're talking about, Spooky fans? We're watching Freaky from 2020 starring Vince Vaughn and Catherine Newton. That's right. We watched Freaky. (laughs) So, the... (laughs) Your facial expression on that so was just, it was epically fantastic. I'm just, so. I'm just going to start off and say I expected more out of this movie and maybe it's my fault. No, no. You know what? I'm right there with you. I really kind of was expecting a lot more. I mean, I know this movie was a, it was PG-13, right? No, it was R. No, yeah, it was rated R. I guess more because of the language and, no, some of the cutscenes. And and, and four whole deaths in the entire movie. There was more than that. There was more than that, but no, I think it was like six deaths. But yeah, no, I would have thought honestly this was like a PG thirteen movie. Some of it was very. Um, you could have did more. I feel like could have done a lot more. I feel like you really could've. there were eight deaths. I just counted them. Oh, you just counted your head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. So this movie, we are introduced to Millie, who is whose dad has passed away a year ago exactly. 
and her mom is struggling by drinking. Which, okay, that was my first thing. Okay. When we're introduced to our main character is the mom's alcoholism is like an issue, but we only bring it up like twice in the entire movie. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I get it. It's an important plot device for one thing, but like we could have built on that somewhere else. We yeah, could have used that to build the character. Maybe, yeah. Okay, I see your point on that. But the movie starts with four teenagers doing what they do in horror movies, drinking in the dark in a giant house. On Wednesday the 11th. On Wednesday, oh, that was one thing I do really like about this movie, is that it takes course uh, takes place over the course of three days, and they introduced every day with like a horror movie, like Wednesday the 11th, yeah. Thursday the 12th, and Friday, Friday the, the 13th. 13th. Which the original... Working title for this movie was uh, Freaky Friday the 13th. It was called Hot Body and then Freaky Friday the 13th. Oh, okay. I remember hearing you called Hot Body before. Yeah. Like, I do remember that, but I didn't re- I didn't know it was called Freaky Friday the 13th. Yeah. And they were also going to originally cross it over with Happy Death Day. It was going to oh, be really? Happy like, Freaky Death Day. Like, okay, I could see it like, being in the same universe or something like that. That would have been cool, like, at the end, like, a cutscene where they, like, bump into each other and be like, <gasps> Wait. Yeah, because Freaky, um, Happy Death Day was great. Yeah, I like Happy I Death Day. I love Happy Death Day. I, I still want to see the second one. I haven't seen the second one. I want to see that one, too. Yeah. So, these four teenagers get murdered in the most 80s slasher movie. Jason Voorhees style. It was freaking great. Yeah, those those kill scenes were awesome. Lady gets her head crushed in a toilet. A guy gets a bottle of wine shoved down his throat. And then smashed in his throat. That and one was cool. That was awesome. Then the guy... I don't know what happened to the other guy. I don't remember. But the lady gets no. thrown onto a spear. They, uh, the killer broke the tennis racket and, and stabbed, stabbed him on both sides head. of his there head. There we go. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So these deaths were great. And yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Strong this start to the movie. Strong start. This movie's going to be great. Yeah. And then the movie starts. <laughs> <laughs> um, Millie is this meek, oh, I'm just... I'm just here. I'm mourning my dad. I'm at school. Yeah. And her mom is an alcoholic, as we've established. She drinks Swan Song Chardonnay, which I thought would come back up. It didn't. No. But they oh, feature yeah, no. the name Swan Song, which you know, Swan Song is like somebody's final bow before they die. Um, that wasn't brought up again, so don't get your hopes up if you watch this movie. <laughs> I'm going to spend this entire episode just dissing this movie. There, I said it. I have strong feelings about how bad this movie was. <laughs> Her sister's a sheriff, and she's very no-nonsense. I'm a sheriff. Yeah. Uh, I need... <laughs> There's it, visuals here the, that people the, can't see. Yeah, the, the rocking the arms back and forth and stuff like that. I'm a sheriff. Erg. So she goes to school, and we meet her... Or she is on her way to school, and she gets picked up by her two friends, Nyla and Joshua. Every character in this movie is a fucking stereotype. Yeah, pretty hardcore. Naya is like the, really hardcore, actually. The African American friend who is uh, about social justice, and Joshua is gay, and that's his entire and, character. Strength. And hardcore gay at that. Which hey, totally fine. Be gay first and foremost. Totally fine. I mean, but it was too much. Your Prada bag fell out of your mouth when you said hi. And hey, and that's again totally fine. But I, I don't know. I don't. I just don't like to be depicted that way. I. 
It wasn't even that. that. It was something about his... It was very much the movie GBF, which I love. I thought the movie was hilarious. It's like they took a character from GBF and just put him in a horror movie. Oh, okay. Okay, I see your point on that, too. Because I actually did like Joshua as a character in the movie, like, itself. But again, I just felt like the stereotypes were a little too... It was too shoehorned. Yeah. It was like, okay, we get it. He's gay. Cool. But there's some of it where I was like, do we, are we, do we have to be this? Does it have to be this way? Yeah. Um, she's late coming to school or coming to class because she gets taught to be picked on by the, the popular girl, Ryler. What the fuck kind of name is Ryler, first of all? Second of all, why is she just Rachel Berry? <laughs> I mean, Pretty much. honestly, she dressed like a toddler, just like Rachel Berry from Glee. She gets to shop class, which... Shop class? Okay, cool. You never had shop class? Uh, freshman year. So okay, that could well, be an FFA. I was going to say, well, there you go. So you can't... And it wasn't shop clap class. It was ag. Okay. So it was well, different. So, we I didn't mean, build anything. We learned cutting, like with a cutting torch and uh-huh. some welding. But we also spent like four class periods talking about cows. So... <laughs> Her teacher's a prick. Hardcore, like... Really hardcore. I got excited when I saw him, I'm not going to lie. His name's Alan Ruck. He played Rabbit and Twister, one of my favorite movies. (laughs) But he is a prick to her the entire movie. And her seatmate is like, hey, set your alarm five minutes faster. It saves my ass every time. And she's like, okay, cool. Whatever. She has a crush on this guy, we find out. Uh, His name is... Booker Hooker. Booker, yes, Booker Strode. His last name is Strode, oh, which okay. comes up later. I was like, Booker Hooker. <laughs> also, I'm bleeding. Um, <laughs> I am actively bleeding. So maybe this movie's Freaky Friday-ing me. What? Okay, well, anyways. So she's talking to Booker. Booker gives her that tip of, uh, you know, you should set your clock five minutes ahead. Kind of saves your ass, everything else. So then we go into the, the homecoming game. Oh, no. Actually, before that, everybody gets notified that the four kids that died at the beginning part of the movie, well, have died. And it's the Blissfield Butcher coming back again every butcher. homecoming. Exactly. And so they end up having the homecoming game, and we find out that Millie is actually the uh, the school mascot. The beaver. She gets picked on so bad. She, she really does, does get picked on, which I don't understand. I mean, she's very pretty. It's not even that she's pretty. She's just a normal teen girl, and they're picking on her for some reason, and it doesn't make sense. Uh, yeah, I, no, I mean I get that too. Like she usually, like she talked, she kept to her. She didn't like not not keep to herself. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, she like, wasn't weird. Yeah, she was she just wasn't like the social outcast. She, yeah, she was just she was just Millie. Millie. Yeah, yeah. No, I get that. Well, from that. The game ends, everything's going on, she's waiting for her mom to pick her up, and lo and behold, yet again, her mom is passed out, drunk, drunk on it, and again, you, you think that this is going to be like a big thing, like something big is going to happen about it, a, a turnabout or whatever. Turns out her dad died because her mom was drunk and wrecked the car. Something. So, something. Yeah, something to tie that in together, but no, it really kind of just leaves you up in the air, spooky fans. Why are we Sorry doing world that. building and not building the world? <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? No, yeah, I get that. I feel I, like there were... I, I mean, I know... I kind of feel like they just threw it in there just so they could have it as a... Uh, that's like our, our scapegoat segue kind of thing. Yeah, it feels like they were trying to make multiple movies throughout the course of this movie. Okay, well, I, I mean, maybe they were trying to go with it as as a uh, as a 
again as a resolution maybe like the the mom's drinking ended up having oh like in signs okay the girl that always wanted to drink all the water and then yet at the end of the movie there's glasses of right. water everywhere you know i was thinking something like that was gonna happen but no again no. it didn't really do that anyways so she's there waiting at the stadium everybody's already gone it's already like almost eight nine o'clock at night and she's and millie is still there at the stadium waiting for her mom to come and pick her up which sucks because the semis happened to me before oh it's happened <laughs> to me fair enough <laughs> i was at school until 8 p.m yeah and uh, we find the uh, the butcher is there, standing under the light. And, of course, in, in scary movies, all of the, the power seems to just start going out and spooky, ominous things start to happen. And, well, he ends up starting to follow her. One thing I do have to say about this, okay? And I'm going to say this for... This goes in, in conjunction with a lot of horror movies. If you're hiding and the killer can't find you, stay, stay there. Hidden. Why do you leave? Like, I get... Okay, I understand that you're like, okay, let me make my run for it, and I can try to escape, and, you know, you're having that mentality. But just like in the beginning part of the movie, the girl hid in the closet, which the closet had a, like, hidden door at the very back of the closet. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, I would have just stayed there until I heard my parents call or something. Exactly. You know? Unless you think your parents are the killer. No, I wouldn't even think about that. I mean, I know that it would probably be like a weird, different style of movie or anything like that, but I mean, come on. You have to think. Like, if there was somebody already there trying to kill you, what, are you going to think it's your parents trying to kill you too? No. If, if a killer broke into our house yeah. and chased me and I was able to hide, yeah. I'm staying there. Yeah, until you hear like my voice or somebody else's voice that you know of, like your sister's or something. Oh, really? Really? Don't give me the side eye. I'm not... None of I that. listen to a lot no. of true crime. Whatever. See, that's where that's. See, three out of every four crimes are perpetrated by someone they love. See, but that's what's going to get you in trouble. Mm. See, if something <laughs> were to actually happen, that's what's going to be like. I listened to this, and I know, the, I know the facts. And then you're going to end up shooting yourself and be like, it was not like the facts. But anyway, so we have this whole chase scene, and Vince Vaughn, the killer, uh, he ends up tackling Millie down in the in the field, and he. Has this this blade called the La Dula. La Dula, which he yes. stole from the first house. Yes, because he the first house was like an antique collector person. Yeah, and it's used for ritual sacrifices, which we find out a little bit later on into the movie. Which again, like I know what you said, it's one of those weird like. Where are we going? Where what are we is, going with this? What's happening with this? We're building several yeah. foundations for a movie that is never fully built. Yeah, is how I felt through this whole movie. Yeah. And he ends up stabbing her in the shoulder, and the he pain. starts bleeding. Yeah, and he starts bleeding. Which you're like, oh, okay, this is weird. It started. Here's the magical effects. You know, oh my god, it's Freaky Friday. We're gonna learn about each other. Yeah. I now it's this, a buddy movie. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I know this movie is more supposed to be, I guess, comedy style. Yeah. With, with dark humor, or dark humor with with that horror aspect on it. But anyways, it, it still has that weird... It had a weird feel. It just... It really it, did have a weird feel. It felt like... And I'm just going to keep saying it. It felt like there were several movies in one. Like, everything was trying to, like... They took... Like, th- this cup that I'm drinking out of is the movie, and they just shoved shit into it until it was overflowing. <laughs> they just shoved a lot of ideas into one movie. Yeah. Um, we... Char shows up. Just in time. And saves her. Mm-hmm. Uh, saves Millie from the murderer. Uh, she shoots into the air and he runs off. The next morning, after they've gone to the hospital and 
gone to the police station and the doula's been put into evidence. Char, uh, Millie wakes up and she is doing what I can only describe as the Kubrick stare. The Kubrick stare? Yes, okay. Stanley Kubrick. Um, it is the, the stare where you tilt your head down and you look through your eyebrows just like that. Jack from The Shining. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay. I was like... She does this for the first, like... Oh, my gosh. 30, 45 minutes of the movie. That's literally how she walks around. Is just doing this Kubrick stare. Her mom was also obsessed with bananas. Did you catch that? I want to say it was maybe Millie's favorite thing. Maybe that was one of the connection things that they had whenever the dad was alive. Maybe. Because her mom is like, I made your favorite banana pancakes. I made your favorite caramelized banana pancakes. Mom, enough of the fucking bananas. I I really think maybe that was something that she had with the dad or, you know, it was some kind of symbolism for the family itself. Like at some place at better times. Yeah. Maybe it was a connection. Her mom trying to make that connection back to her. Yeah. And Millie is very strange. And her mom's like, maybe you shouldn't go to school today. You were just stabbed. So maybe just stay home. And Millie goes to her closet, starts pulling out clothes, and she's like, all of these are, like, librarian clothes. And she goes to, I'm assuming, her sister's closet, and pulls out this red leather jacket. And then puts her hair up in a ponytail, and oh my god, she was hot the whole time, Ruben. Yeah. While she's doing all of this, actual Millie wakes up in the body of the Blissfield Butcher. Mm-hmm. And it's totally a hot chick's moment. Yeah. And he wakes up and he's like, oh, yeah. oh, I'm six foot tall. I have brown hair, yellow teeth. And this other person comes up to him and is like, you got drugs? You got jelly beans? The crunchies? He's like, no, I'm a girl. I'm a girl. You are on drugs. See, I want to be I a want girl drugs. too. I want to be a teenage girl. He runs away and he meets some of the people that Millie speaks to on the regular. Uh, Mr... Mr. Daniels. Mr. Daniels and his wiener dog. Mm-hmm. And runs away and realizes, oh, I stink. I need a shower. Sneaks oh, into the high school water. and takes a shower in... This school has shit security. That, well, I mean, I, I feel like they were portraying it to be as a small town. Nothing bad ever happens here. True. I can see kind that of, happening. Kind of thing, you know? Yeah, my school was like that. Because it's, you know, everybody knows everybody and... Because there was also a scene where, after that all happened, the mailman even was like, hey, how's Millie doing? I know We heard about her. We heard about her already, and, you know, the whole town's already talking and stuff like that, so. Yeah. I can understand that. Oh, oh, speaking of the mailman, something we glossed over uh, with Joshua. I don't know why he goes by Joshua. Go by Josh. Josh is a much cooler name. (laughs) You're going to tell Evans that. Joshua. No. Well, his name is Jonathan, but. Yeah. Um. Simon talks about using grinder. If you are under 18, don't use grinder. Don't do it. First of all. But he sees the mailman on grinder. So, ha ha ha. Was that the mailman? Yeah, he said, look, it's the mailman. That's why when he came on the screen, I was like, ha, the mailman. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I, well, I guess I wasn't paying atten- much attention on that. Exactly. This movie was very hard to pay attention to. <laughs> um, while in the shower, Millie slash the killer... How are we going to break this down? Killer Millie. I mean, because the body's already swapped. Okay. The, 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 we, have, we have Killer Millie, and then... Miller Killie? 
And then Vince Vaughn. Okay, Vince Vaughn, who is now Millie. Yes, who's now the, uh, the, the good person. Is caught by Ryler in the shower. And Millie's like the Ryler is like, oh my god, he's here, he's here, the, the starts killer's screaming here, and running like that. And Millie's like, we have to hide. Let's go. And the way she talks too, like, I'm sorry, it's so dumb. You can make it a little bit more. I don't know. I was wanting more personality. I was expecting like she's very funny in other shows and other stuff that she's done before too. So I was expecting something a little bit more. It was the thousand yard stare. Like, I'm gonna kill you. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. Try to act like a teen girl. A little, yeah, just a little bit. Like, I get that personality is supposed to be... Di- I don't know. Because Vince Vaughn did great acting like a teen girl through the entire yeah. movie. It was pretty funny. But then the killer was just thousand-yard stare, murder, murder, murder. Yeah. I mean, I, I get that that was also supposed to be a Killer Millie's character. But I don't know. I, again, if you swap bodies with somebody, I kind of would... I would think that you would kind of go in the role of it, be like, yeah, that's me. That's right. Yes, I too am also a teen girl. Exactly. Come, fellow teen girl, let's run from the killer. Right. That's exactly how she delivered her lines. It was like fucking invasion of the body snatchers. <laughs> she sneaks Ryler into a cryo chamber and presses some buttons and shoves a crutch in the door and pieces out, mm-hmm. which then freezes Kyler. Ryler. Ryler. That's a stupid name. <laughs> <laughs> this movie made me angry. It sounds like it's making you angrier now. <laughs> Millie Vince Vaughn yes. comes out of the shower. Oh, much better. Has a towel wrapped around her head. And here's the beeping of the cryo chamber. Opens it. Ryler falls out and shatters. I want to see if that's possible. I so Actually, no. So do I. I really do. Mythbusters, we need your help here. Like, yeah. can that happen if a body gets full, uh, dropped in sub-zero temperature? I mean, I, I know that the body can freeze to death, but can it completely shatter? Yeah. I want to know. Can we oh, what? I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. Because if you think about it, the bodies on Mount Everest, they're just up there. And I feel like people have hit them before and they don't shatter. I, I don't know. That's why I'm not... I feel like you get mummified sure. if you're cold. That's what, I, that's what I thought too. But if it's flash frozen, which I'm assuming that's what cryo chambers do, is yeah. it instantly freezes you. Maybe. Possibly. I'm sure we can find, like, a video of somebody, like, freezing, like, a turkey or something and throwing it off the side of a building. We'll do that. And then we'll share it after we do this. I don't know if anybody that listens to us is a scientist. If you're a scientist. Yeah, if you're a scientist or even a, uh, a medical profession person, get, you know, fill us in. Tell us. Let us know on, uh, on Facebook. Send us a message. Could we kill somebody by sticking them in a cryo chamber? Which we wouldn't. I would but... never. <laughs> Let's continue with our story, shall we? Yes. So the killer run or killer <laughs> Vince Vaughn runs and goes to find his friends. Her friends. Her friends. Yeah. Yes. Joshua. I was gonna say pronouns in this one's gonna be really kinda hard. Nyla. They find um Millie finds them in the auditorium. Right. Runs in and they run out. Mm-hmm. This scene, actually, a uh, fun tip. Vince Vaughn trips while running after them. Wasn't scripted. No, oh, really? He fell while running after them over a plant and uh, kept, they kept it in. Nice. They get into this huge fight, which was hilarious because Millie's like, stop hitting me. I'm your friend. Stop it. We've all hit each other. We're very tired. Can we take a break? And 
she does this. Just imagine Vince Vaughn pretending to be a beaver, um, doing a dance cheer to like an invisible band. He does this whole number, and Josh and Nyla are like, "You are our friend. We must keep you safe because you're not a killer at all." They run out, and as they're running down the hallway, they see Millie, who has freshly killed the shop teacher by stabbing him, stabbing him in the throat with a screwdriver and throwing him on a saw blade. And also, spooky fans, if you ever get anything, this is actual legit information here too. If you actually ever happen to get stabbed by anything or you get something stuck inside of you, say like a pencil or something like that, because I've actually been stabbed by a pencil before, you leave it in. Leave it in. Leave it in. Do not pull it out because you can actually Make die, it worse. Die and, yeah, make it a lot worse from blood loss. Because if it hit an artery... Yeah, you have no way of stopping that. You just want to apply pressure to the wound and keep the object uh, that was... In place. In place. You as can much wind as possible. up like that one guy who had the rail spike through his forehead. Phineas Gage. He oh, was super like, famous for it. Oh, I, yeah. I mean, I, I I know about that. I didn't know that was the name. Yeah. Nice, okay. So they meet up in a hallway and Millie and Killer Millie look at each other and Killer Millie turns automatically, boom, into a teenage girl and starts screaming for help. And that's what the, that's the kind of attitude and that's the kind of stuff I was wanting that's from what the I killer. Wanted. Like, to, to bring more people into a, a sense of false security and then gut them like a fish yes that's what i would do you know <laughs> yeah like if you're in this girl's body and like i don't like i don't know she played it off very well of being super sexy and again like you said take the glasses off and she's beautiful now yeah like but i she wanted more she could have done so much more <gasps> so much more i wanted more right keep going they run out cops chase them they escape right the principal announces there will be no homecoming dance after all because there's a killer on the loose. Sexy Killer Millie meets up with the football players at the arcade while <laughs> this whole scene was just weird. Nyla, Simon, Simon, why do you want him to call him Simon? Because uh, maybe he loves Simon? Probably. Joshua, Nyla, and Millie Vince Vaughn, run to Discount Bargain Farm. Bargain Barn? Yeah. Where they hide the killer that is Millie in the dressing room. And who should work at the Bargain Barn but Millie's mom, Coral? Well, we actually knew that from Ryler. Oh, yeah, because Ryler makes fun, fun of her clothes and stuff like that clothes. for wearing discounted clothes at the discount mart. Listen, low-hanging fruit. If you're a teenager listening to this and you want to be a bully, go for something deep and personal. Don't make fun of people's clothes. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> go for something deep and personal. I love how we're... Yeah. That's my tip. If you're going to be a successful bully, <laughs> do something other no, than the clothes. So, okay. Really, really quick, quick side thing. There was something that I saw before on one of the Facebook groups that uh, I follow, and it was hilarious. Actually, I think uh, one of my good friends, Desiree, ended up posting it on hers, and it was like, hey, kids, don't don't stoop down to uh, to the other bullies level. Let me do it. My life's already ruined. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have no shame in making a 12-year-old cry. I don't. <laughs> if you have a 12-year-old and you want them to cry, send me a message personally on Facebook. I'll do it for you. 
hate teenagers. <laughs> it just reminded me of what you said there, but let's keep going. So this episode is a mess. Oh, I blame the movie. I blame it's your pick. You've we've already established you cannot pick good movies. Ah, kaboom! Every time. So <laughs> Millie Vince Vaughn is hiding in the changing room, and her mom shows up, and they have this weird. Dr. Phil Oprah moment where, oh, you're a good mom. You're a good listener. I have learned so much from you. And that polo that I bought for my husband was his favorite shirt. And we should have been closer to our daughter. Blah, 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 blah. And then 180, her mom says, we should go get coffee. I feel like I could really talk to you. What? Yeah, no, it got, it got a little cringy. And so, so you're like, wait, what, what, what? And then Millie, in a panic, says, ew, gross. But wait, not really gross. I just meant, um, we should go have dinner. We're that close, but also I'm married. Okay, bye. Yeah. Then Char shows up, brings Coral out, and it's like, you need to find Char- uh, you need to find Millie. The killer's been spotted again at her school. Nyla and Josh run up, and are like, here, Put on this mask of Aaron Rodgers, the quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. Which is the only thing that had time to grab in the store? I mean, it was... I don't know. They were looking for something that could fit him? I, I don't know. Maybe. A hat. But but they were also trying to dodge Char from out there. So oh, true. Maybe they just grabbed the first thing them. and they could try to get out there, you know? They managed to sneak Millie Killer. Millie Killer Vince Vaughn out. Or Millie Vaughn. Yeah. yeah, Millie Vaughn. There you go. They sneak Millie Vaughn out, get into the car, and they escape to... They're, while they're leaving, they realize Killer Millie mm-hmm. is at the arcade. Right. So they make Instagram. a plan. Yeah. We'll find her. We'll get her. Kidnap her. We'll get her. We'll get the the, the la doula. And we'll end this we'll by midnight. Because yep. if we don't do it by midnight... You're stuck in this body forever. Mm-hmm. Which we learned from the sp- science teacher. The I'm Spanish just, teacher. Yeah. The, the science teacher the is sp- teaching the kids Spanish. Man, this school is messed up. I mean. <laughs> this episode's jacked. This episode's oh. horrible. Oh and we're going to release it anyways. Yep. Y'all have fun with this one. But yes. So we find out that the... That the the blade is an Aztec ritual burial or an Aztec ritual blade that has some special writing on it. The kids end up going and talking to the Spanish teacher about it before they get to the uh, to the arcade to catch to capture Killer Millie. And they find out that if they don't um, reverse bodies back within 24 hours, they stay in that body forever. And which the time frame is at nine o'clock. So we are looking right now at about four o'clock. So there's about five hours left before. Um, Millie Vaughn is stuck in that body forever. Correct. Right. So they end up getting to the arcade now, and they split up. They, they're like, okay, you go this way. Me and Josh will go this way. We're going to go ahead and find everything else. But also at that point in time, one of the best lines actually I really liked about this one was when one of the football guys was like, hey, yeah, you know, um, I know you want me kind of thing, and grabs Killer Millie's ass. And Killer Millie just kind of goes with it and is like, she leans over and she she like whispers in his ear like she's gonna say something se- sexy and she says you make this pussy drier than sandpaper yeah and like walks away oh no and 
And again, this is where that cuteness killer body thing would have been great because she's like, I can't wait to kill you. And then like does like a cheeky little like rub on his face. Yeah. And you're like, oh shit. Okay, yeah. So she runs, she walks off and grabs a box cutter that's been left out mm-hmm. and goes into the haunted house Puppet Golf. Puppet Golf. Placeness of it all. They'll tee you in hell. Yeah, it was good stuff. And so we'll, uh, so from there, that's whenever Booker goes after her because he was like, hey, I know something's up with you. You're not really the same person as you usually are. Like, and he's trying to find her to talk to her, but then um, Millie Vaughn sees him on the camera and was like, I have to go save him. He's my love of my life. And they go in there, and it ends up becoming a small fight scene where um, he ends up hitting uh, Killer Millie with the golf club, and which that one looked like it really hurt. Like he, Josh does it. Dude, he hit her hard. Yeah. Josh actually pulls it out, and he's like, yeah. Knocks out. Wait, it wasn't. It, it no, it wasn't Josh. It wasn't. No, it wasn't Josh. He was about to get killed by Millie, um, but then that's whenever Millie Vaughn like Kill, threw nice. like threw him aside and whack. Because also Millie Vaughn doesn't really remember or realize how strong she actually is in this body. That's kind of a running thing in this movie that was actually kind of funny and I don't want to say refreshing, redeeming. It redeeming. was one of the redeeming yeah. qualities. Is this running gag of Millie Vaughn. Forgetting how strong she is, and Killer Millie forgetting that she's a five foot two girl. Right, like probably at a hundred pounds soaking. Yeah. Well, they also knock out Booker, and mm-hmm. they all wind up back at Joshua's house, tying Killer Millie to a chair. Yep. And when Booker wakes up, he's like, "What the fuck is it's happening? Go- yeah, what's going on? What's uh, what's everybody doing?" <laughs> Millie Vaughn. Quotes a poem that she left in his in his locker. locker, and the only reason why he knows that poem is because he actually told Millie that he really enjoyed it, he liked it, but he didn't know who it was from because it was anonymous and just somebody put it in his locker. And so she was like the good friend and was like, "Oh yeah, that's so crazy. Yeah, like who would some do? girl really likes you? I'll who help would, you find her. Who would do that? You know." And so at this point, he's like, "Yeah, okay, I trust you. I believe you. You know, you're the only only Millie knew that." That poem, you know, only the person that actually wrote it would probably know it. So they end up devising a plan, all four of them now, while Killer Millie is tied into the chair. And they decide, okay, uh, Joshua's going to stay here with the killer. Millie Vaughn, Booker, and uh, Nyla Nyla are going to go to the police station, get the sword, get him back here, stab her. We're going to have tea, everything like that. It's going to be all hunky-dory, like Shaun of the Dead. And we're going to sit down for a nice pint. Yes. You know. Why not leave the clearly bigger and stronger Millie Vaughn with Killer Millie? So you said this and I and I couldn't answer you before, but I can answer you now, I feel like. And why are you taking the person who the police are looking for in the vehicle to the police station mm-hmm. 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 where they're looking for the killer that is in your car? Distractions. You cause a distraction. They're obviously looking for you. You cause a distraction. You go here. We're going to get the, the knife and meet you back at this place. It, it makes sense. It, it works. It does make sense. But we also see that this plan does not work. Well, but they didn't execute it that way. Nyla was like, hey, I'm going to go ahead and do it this way. Like, the only re- Okay, so spooky fans, here we go. So 
Nyla goes into the police station because she tells um, Millie Vaughn, hey, you guys stay in the car. I got this. I can do it all myself. Don't worry about it. I got a plan. I got it all executed. She goes into the police station and tells Char, because she's the only one there, that she did see the killer, and the killer forced her to drive her around in, in her car, in the car, and kind of kidnapped her, but she escaped. And she's out, the killer's outside somewhere behind the building, okay? When that happens, Char leaves, and Nyla sees the keys and tries to go for the, tries to go for the knife. But the thing is, Char, the building, when you see it outside, it's not very big. No. It's very quick to kind of go around the whole building to see if uh, if the killer was in the back. You know, that's not doesn't give you, one that doesn't give you a lot of time. Two, if Shar really doesn't see anybody, don't you think she's gonna run back inside real quick and think, oh, he's inside of the building with you? That or something else is going on. Yeah, you know. Let me get more information. What's happening? Are you sure? Because that was the first thing she said. Are you sure he he followed you? Because maybe he didn't, and maybe we're wasting time trying to track him down bet you anything if she would have seen him at like a distance she probably would have chased after him farther and now would have been able to get the the dagger with and no they should problems. have done that see boom while boom nyla is in the police station the most this was a little uh cringy what the fuck was this scene i mean i i, I guess socially, socially acceptable I guess I don't know. Millie Vaughn uh-huh. and Booker have this heart to heart and wind up in the back seat together. They have, yeah, they have that heart to heart moment of how come you didn't tell me it was you that uh, that gave me that letter and all that stuff. And I wrote my exact notes were, "Are they gonna kiss? I hate it." <laughs> and they did. Yeah, Millie Vaughn and Booker kiss. And it was very, very awkward. Yes, because then Millie Vaughn says, Oh, can we try this again when my hand's not literally the size of your face? Yeah. Uh, why I mean, are we doing this in the first place? I hate this. I mean, but don't get me wrong. Millie Vaughn even like, tried to stop and she was like, Hey, you know you're going to be kissing a guy. Please don't do that. Like, yellow teeth, everything. Bad killer. Like, don't want you to catch nothing. And Booker still goes into it. I mean... He says, hey, you're still Millie. You're still Millie to me. Hey, that's c- cool. That's some great love and determination, you know, uh, not determination, uh, devotion, you know? But I, I don't know. I mean, don't get me wrong, Vince Vaughn could get it. You don't think so? Not in this movie. Well, no, not in this movie. But there's other movies that Vince Vaughn has done really well in that you're like, yeah, I think so. I could do that. The Watch? I actually never saw The Watch. In The Watch, you could get it. No, I usually like some more of his like serious stuff versus some of his comedy things. Some of his comedy stuff is very good. I do like some of his comedy stuff, but no, I usually like some of his more serious things. Anyways, let's <laughs> let's before we keep diving off onto these tangents again. Ugh, uh, it's Freddy Krueger all over again. Shit. It was Leprechaun. What? No, it was Freddy Krueger that we kept going off on tangents. Wasn't? Was it? I thought it was Leprechaun. I don't even remember anymore. Tangents. Anyways, keep going. Let's go. <laughs> so. They see Josh is back at the house with Killer Millie, Mm -hmm. and his mother comes home, and it's like, um... What's going on? What are y'all doing? What's happening? And he tries to come up with a, oh, we're role-playing. I have something to tell you, Mom. I'm straight. And she looks at him and says, Josh, honey, um, you are a lot of things, things, but straight is not one of them, sweetheart. Yeah, which, good mom. 
Um, she goes to cut Millie out of the chair, drops the knife when Millie kicks her, and Millie escapes and starts chasing both of them with the knife. Mm-hmm. Josh panics. They set off an alarm, so the cops, I guess, come to their house, and they both escape. Josh runs to the police station, and as he's running there... Well, Millie gets... The, Killer Millie gets there first at the police correct. station. And gets inside the police station to get the to get the dagger herself, and that's whenever Char is already seeing... Um, Millie Vaughn. No, not yet. Because um, Char saw Nyla trying to get the dagger first, and so she's like, what the fuck is going on? What's happening? And pretty much was having Nyla at gunpoint. Um, of, like, you need to tell me what's happening, put your hands up, like, stay back, everything of that. And from that, that's whenever, again, Killer Millie shows up, and she's like, yes, oh my god, you saved me, thank you so much. And Millie Vaughn shows up, because she sees the other killer going in there, and so it ends up coming like a whole Mexican standoff kind of thing. And Killer Millie makes a distraction, hits Nyla, Grabs the knife and runs, mm-hmm. which she can get away because everybody thinks yeah. that she's just the old Millie. Yeah. And Millie Vaughn has to distract her sister and she just kind of picks her up. Well, no, she had a gun to her back and she was there opening the the cell. And yes. then from there, that's whenever she was like, don't do this and da da da. And actually, it's Booker that came into the police station and said something that made Char turn. And when that happened, Millie Vaughn hit the gun out of her out of her hand, bear hugged her, picked her up, put her in the cell, and was like apologizing for all this. I'm stuff. sorry, I love she, you so much. Bye. Yeah, everything <laughs> else, and kind of, and then they end up going to the mill because that's where um, Killer Millie told everybody where they should go for their party because it ended up getting canceled or due to curfew and due to the killings. Which, I mean, of course, that's going to happen. So they get to the mill and they get to the party now, and Killer Millie is there, and she runs into the guy that pretty much grabbed her ass and she told hey you know sandpaper down there can't wait to kill yeah. you so the guy was like yeah come on let's go and uh, have some fun and stuff like that well he ends up taking her to another part of the mill that is him and his three friends and they were gonna gangbanger i guess they were gonna rape her they were gonna yeah they were gonna do stuff and so she ends up I mean, this kill scene was actually pretty cool. This too. is this was probably actually, the best like, kill scene. I, I liked it. I don't know the first the first four were still are still up there pretty pretty good for me. <clears throat> um, and so she ends up defending herself and and taking out all three uh, killers. One of them she ends up hitting with the bottle, knocking him out. And the other she takes the, other, the bottle and cuts bottle. his neck. Yep, exactly. And the ringleader she uh-huh. finds. Uh, there, there's there's a chainsaw there on the side, of course. Chainsaws I mean, are laying around everywhere. I see at least three on my way to work. Yeah, I mean, exactly. <laughs> so she gets the chainsaw and cuts off the guy's balls and dick. Yeah. I mean, Hell yeah. justice, I guess, for what he was trying to do. And from there, Millie Vaughn and the, the ragtag crew uh, all show up. And they start uh, splitting up to kind of go through everything like that. Joshua... Ends up going to... He gives her his watch first and Booker, says... Booker does. Yeah, Booker gives her his watch and says, set for midnight. Mm-hmm. When it goes off, we have no more time. Right. So they kind of spread out. They run into this party. And Joshua meets one of the jocks. And mm-hmm. one of the jocks is like, oh yeah, I saw Millie. She's over here. Well, he brings him into a room. And... Kisses him. Drunkenly, he tries to, like, yeah. 
kiss him and everything. And of course, Josh was like, no. no. Like, hey, not right now. Thank you. But Even though he did no. make a joke in the beginning of the movie that, oh, all the <laughs> drunk street guys are going to be at the party. Yeah. Well, he pushes them away and the guy gets killed after saying the F word you know, to yeah, Josh. Don't, he don't gets, tell anybody about this because if you do, then... I'll beat your F no. word, yeah. whatever, whatever. Well, a hook shoots out of the wall into the guy's eyeball. And that was it's a cool one. Killer Millie. Yeah. This culminates in a chase scene where <laughs> the police are chasing Booker, mm-hmm. who is chasing <clears throat> Nyla, who is chasing Millie Vaughn, who is chasing Killer Millie, mm-hmm. who is chasing Joshua. No, no. No, Joshua wasn't being chased. No, Joshua wasn't being chased. Joshua was with Nyla chasing after after Killer Millie. Yes. Because um, from that, whenever that happens, Millie Vaughn... Sorry, man, that, those names are getting hard now. Yes. <laughs> Millie Vaughn throws Joshua off to the side and says, hey, don't worry about this, I'll take care of it and stuff. And they start going out in their own little fight and... She grabs the dagger and starts running, and that's whenever, again, the whole chase scene starts. And Nyla, good for Nyla. Did you see her? She was Book like, who, and like tackles her hardcore. And that's when Joshua grabs the knife, throws it to Millie Vaughn, and holds down Killer Millie as well. Well, when all this happens in the commotion, the alarm goes off that they set, and it's already, it's, it's nine o'clock. The 24 hours is up, and they're like, oh god, no. But then they remember. The little hidbit snit or snit hints, the, 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 yes. the internal flashback. Exactly, thank you. Of yeah, I set my clock ahead five minutes because uh, it always saves you on time. You know, you never know when you're going to need it, kind of thing from the beginning part of the movie. And so, from that, they're like, "Oh, I still have time." So Millie Vaughn stabs uh, Killer Millie <laughs> in the shoulder again, and they switch back bodies really quick. Yes, and he, as they both come to, the cops run around the corner, and Joshua screams, shoot the son of a bitch! Yeah. And they shoot him. Boom. Yeah, that's, you know, the, we feel that uh, now the killer, killer, is uh, is dead, yes. and, you know, because he's back in the right body, and that's kind of where it ends out. And then so we see Booker and Millie, they're, they're in the back of the ambulance, and they're talking, and they end up making out, and they're like, yeah. And you can kind of see, like, she's a different person. She's like, okay, she's more I'm, gonna, confident. I'm more confident. I'm going to break out of my shell a little bit more. Well, on the drive back, they are taking the killer in the ambulance, and he actually still has a faint heartbeat. But he ends up flatlining. Then one of the police officers is, like, good. Good for him, yeah, which they think they end up flatlining. But what had happened was that Vince Vaughn, the killer, actually took off some of the things to show that it was flatlining. Yeah. So he wasn't... He wasn't dead. He wasn't. Always go for the head. Headshots. Double tap. Headshots. That's right. And he breaks out of the ambulance, goes back to find Millie, which I don't understand why you would want to find Millie. I'm sorry. Go... Well, he can't get the, the dagger anymore because the dagger's still at the police station when they took it the, the second time. I guess it's but, a revenge thing. Yeah. She took away his out that yeah. he could and continue doing this. So, you know, let me go ahead and just finish this. So he goes back to her house and he ends up fighting with Millie again. And this time it's all three of the family. So it's the mom. She's grabbing stuff and like throwing it at him. It's uh, Char and she's like, 
uh, her gun was emptied out of bullets. Because he emptied her he bullets emptied her out. Bullets, and they're all fighting. She ends up throwing a chair at him or like swinging a chair and busting it. And Millie ends up getting the final kill shot with it and first hits him in the balls. Because she says the one because he says the one thing I learned about being in your body is all of your secrets. And yeah. he headbutts her. She lays on the ground. And she says, well, I learned something about your body, too. Balls suck. And she yeah. kicks him in the balls. Um, he falls. And everybody kind of comes to again. Waylays him. Yeah. And then she takes the chair leg? Yeah, she takes one of the chair legs that's busted on the thing and stabs him in the back. So the end point of the chair... It hasn't gone through his chest yet or anything, but you can see when he's, like, kind of struggling, he's like, okay, I can still, like, fight off. But no, she, like, Spartan kicks this shit through his chest and finishes the finishes the movie. And you're like, all right, cool. Like, that was actually good. And Char says, damn, damn Millie. Oh, yeah, damn, Mills. And then from there, yeah, she's like, yeah, I am a piece. And that's the end of the, that's movie. The, end of the movie, you know? You're like, okay. Well, all right then. Like I said, the movie was um, was a bit more, a bit more comical, or it tried to be more comical, and I felt like it, it missed the mark on yeah. a lot of things, on joke wise. So I don't know. Overall, I, I mean, definitely not a bad movie to watch if you're wanting something just to spare the time. Yeah, if you, you know? just want to hear something. You know, if you're a fan of the Freaky Friday franchise, hey, welcome your other newborn horror stepson right there. Yeah. You know, or stepdaughter movie. Because they've already made, like, the comedy. They've already made, like, the raunchy comedy with Hot Chick. And then so now they have to have the horror. I'm waiting for, like, the action version of Freaky Friday. Actually, no, they haven't done an action version of Freaky Friday. Because they did the switch with Ryan Reynolds and... Um, Crap. And it was the guy version of Freaky Friday. Anna... F- no, it wasn't Anna Ferris. That was the other one where he was fat. Yes, that was Just Friends. There you go. Yeah. No, this one had... I forgot his name. I'm going to have to look his name up. Uh, we'll have to figure that out. They did time. do a movie. But it was a, a Switch. A, it was like a Freaky no, it, Friday it situation. Was, yes, it was called The Switch. Ryan Reynolds and Ben Kingsley? Maybe? I'm not sure. Because there was like some kind of sci-fi element. There were people in tubes. No, it wasn't a sci-fi movie. It was a, a full-blown comedy. Hang on. I'll, I'll, I'll find this out for you while you... Uh... Oh, it was called The, the Switch Up or The Change Up. Yeah, it was called The Change Up with uh, Ryan Reynolds and Jason Bateman. Yeah, I don't remember that one. Yeah, no, that one was like your really raunchy comedy one. And it was the a switch up from... Uh, it was pretty much the story of Freaky Friday, but of, uh, of a guy's version and stuff. And so, well, now we have the regular ones of, you know, um, Lindsay Lohan and... Uh, oh, tying it together, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes. So, speaking of Jamie Lee Curtis, thank you for that. Um, do you remember what Booker's last name was on his jacket? Hooker. Or, or sorry, no. I just, keep, I just, okay, I just, because everybody in the else in the rest of the movie calls him Booker Hooker. Yes. So I just read. His jersey, his last name is Strode. Okay. Do you know that connection between Jamie Lee Curtis and Strode? I, I don't. She played Laurie Strode in Halloween. Oh, okay. So oh, it was a nod. Descendant of, of that, too. Okay. Because, yeah, because yeah, the person that 
the producer of this movie is actually Jason Blum. Blumhouse Features. Yeah, Blumhouse Features, which I'm really surprised again because of how much stuff... Like I was, That's why I was expecting so much more from this one because he did other movies like Insidious and you know some of the Paranormal Activity movies that are just, again, that kind of give you that, that horror feel. But I guess since this was more of a comedy style, we, we were trying a different thing. Yeah. You know? I mean... Um, I don't know. I'm going with honestly with this. I'm going with like two and a half. Oh, that's generous. Oh, really? You're going lower? Yeah. Because like I said, I, it had its moments. It had its good moments. Uh, to me, this movie was one victim, and the victim got away. <laughs> okay. The victim actually survived. Oh, damn. Yeah. That this movie was not. I think I I think I went in with higher expectations. I think so. I think we all did. I, I think I did as well. Just because again, the trailer made it look phenomenal. Like the yeah. trailer made it look awesome and funny and just great. And I saw this on a trailer for this on Tumblr two years ago. Yeah, and I was excited for it. And they called I was it stoked. Um, what did they call it? It was like Freaky Friday, but scary or something like that. Was yeah, what people were calling it, and I was like, okay. Uh, no, the hot chick, but with murder. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm down, down for this. Down for that, like down a hundred percent. And it just didn't play out that yeah, way. It didn't. It didn't. It didn't hit the mark for me. I don't mean to repeat myself, but uh, yeah, that's all I got for this episode. You know, same with me. I think that's all I got too. But this uh, episode was look, the best. I look forward to to next week's episode. Yeah, I do too. Less pressure yeah. on me. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I think we're just gonna go with the slew of different movies that we're gonna watch and just let's pick one that we like. Let's do that. that. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Spooky fans, as you can kind of tell, we are playing around with a little bit different stuff on the intro version. Um, yes. Kind of give you like a little synopsis if you can guess the movie, if you haven't uh, read the title of it or anything like that yet. Hopefully you haven't. Or, or also, anything to see what, if you know what the movie is. So This is my fourth pick that we actually fully recorded on that the movie was so bad we almost didn't do an episode. Yeah, your movie's very... They're interesting. We'll yeah. go with that. We'll go with that. Just a heads up, um, if anybody suggests it to us, we have tried um, Return of the Living Dead, one of my favorite movies of all time. We just, It wasn't a good episode. Couldn't do that one. Um, you picked See No Evil. See No Evil. We couldn't do that one. Couldn't do that one. That one was just bad. We couldn't finish the recording yeah. on that one. Uh, you, you picked May. That one was bad. May was horrible. Um, and we will not be watching The Witch. Because we tried to watch that independently of the podcast, and we couldn't get into it. Well, see, now, okay, I, I wouldn't mind making some other movies into small snack episodes and stuff like that, and just talking about it in general. You know, not covering the movie itself, but doing kind of like, like a- yeah, just discussing it of what we thought of it, what we thought our basis and ideas were. I don't know. I think that might be a good thing to kind of do. But The Witch is very psychological horror, like Hansel and Gretel. Hansel and Gretel was great. See, okay, you, uh, again, that one to me was – it wasn't bad. It was good, but I wasn't expecting a psychological horror-style movie with that one. So I, my, I was not in the right mindset to watch that one yeah. when we watched it. That's it took me a little bit of time to kind of get into it. We watched the had the girl from It in it, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah, yeah, Gretel, yeah. Han, Gretel and Hansel or something because like it was like reversed. But yeah. But spooky fans, again, let us know what you uh, what you think. Let us know some of your favorite horror movies. Uh, what's kind of going on with you guys? What's happening? Hey, you know what? Show us some of your favorite horror merch that you guys have. Ooh, you know, yeah. I'm going to be posting up some pictures throughout this week of some of our our uh, our fan art that we have, and then some really cool shirts and everything like that, and try to kind of get us more in the mood of some spooky 
thriller movies uh, for this coming weekend, you know? So join me for this. What's going on? Let me know what's happening. But as always, stay, stay spooky. spooky.